Welcome to the Stock Hypers, your favorite stock show. Even though when the market's going down, Brian and Danny, we're hypers. We're hypers, Danny. Aren't you a hyper? I am actually going down with the market. Oh, shoot. I'm on the, I need an energy recharge on the hype, Chief. It's been a rough couple weeks, like everybody, pretty much. So, Oh, Danny, you're bringing yeah. me down. Well, bring us up, Brian, but you have been trading like a maniac and you've had a lot of good luck. So you've had some good luck. It doesn't, it hasn't really helped my portfolio because it's, I'm trading small bits, right? Always a little gun shy with uh, doing these big bets after. Well, um, you can't, but again, Brian, you don't want to try and bring back your portfolio with one or two bets. That's just asking for trouble. It would be asking for little trouble. Little bite size. Even a shark takes bites of things, Brian. Oh, I like bite that. A Even a shark takes a little bites. So you had a, Brian, you had a good one with uh, Dutch Bros and yeah. Duolingo. You had a double header there recently. Give me the the yeah. micro version of so, that. Um, those are two stocks. Those are Danny stocks, I would say. So in the uh, world of Danny stocks. Uh, fantastic companies. Let me translate that for you. Yes. Solid, fantastic, real companies with real product earnings and growth. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chief. Well, I got lucky because Dutch Brothers and Duolingo were both. I uh, had a couple days of, of, of a down slide. And when I jumped in, it happened to be on a little bit of a recovery day. This was last week. And for, there's so, a lot of earnings is why you did that. Is that right? Yeah, I was playing earnings on both of them. They both, so I got them the day before earnings and um, and both of them had decent earnings, if not great earnings. And um, I sold them the next day for both of them for really good games. I don't actually recall. Dane, do you remember what I texted you? I remember your, uh, the Dutch Brothers like 20% or. Yeah, Dutch Brothers was really big. And the Duolingo was, was in double top. digits. And yeah. double and Duolingo, by the way, has came back down to earth. It's actually down below what it was before it popped. I, really I, I had bought some before as well, yeah. and I was party time. And now it's down more. So Buying them the day before when I did was really lucky because um they had even had those gains before earnings come out i was tempted both of them were up before that day was over and um past the two percent that i normally look at but i'm like i think i'm i think i'm in the right spot right now so i'd already had good gains that one day and then the next and then when the earnings came in that evening they they ramped up and, and I sold in the morning of the next day. And Brian, because I had mentioned to you, Duolingo might have a good earnings. I texted you, which is always yeah. kind of float. And you that was already on your radar already, correct? Yeah, because we had talked about it several times. And Danny, and you, had, had just, um, you had shit posted on Duolingo, dude. You don't I, like that. Yeah. I, I, well, look, I'm not holding it long term. I don't know. Like I told you, people have, uh, you know, um, ridiculous. Translate. Okay. So that's the most ridiculous hypothesis of a company I've ever heard. But <laughs> So, but anyway, I, so because I had brought it to your mindset, yes, simply half your fortune is from well, the whole point. Yeah, it's pretty good me. about showing me stocks that have like what I look for in this two percent trade that I want to do. Because you're my proxy for trader, because I'm not a yeah. trader, Brian. Right? He's like he'll send me a stock and he'll say, "Have you looked at let's say Duolingo? It has a ride of five or so percent." Um, when it does move. And that's what I'm looking for. I don't need to get the whole five. I just want to make sure that there's a, that the stock I'm going to tr uh, target is going to be able to have that just on a regular basis. It doesn't need to be earnings. It doesn't need to move that much, um, you know, like uh, only on earnings. Like if, like if you look at Apple um, and Meta and some of the bigger cap right. super tech stocks, they don't move 5% a day. They may move one or two. That doesn't work for me. I want to be in and out 
within that 24 hours. So I need a stock that's more volatile. So he'll point so, out these great ones for that. Okay. So yes, I do. I do my best. And then also, Brian, so the last couple of weeks, the markets went down like everybody. Yes. This was down 20%, et cetera. It's always harder to trade, I would assume, because mm -hmm. you always trade on it going up. Is that right? You don't put puts in or do you? For the 2%. Oh, I, know, right. I usually do not. I haven't used options in a long time. I'm not, I used to, but I haven't because okay. I've got, got burned because the volatility wasn't there. I just don't know. I knew enough to be dangerous. And in okay. 2021, it was like, you know, it was right. really shooting no one, fish in a barrel. No, Nobody was right. getting anything wrong. 2022, I got a lot of pain. But right. what I have been doing is I've been playing either the bull or the bear of the Tesla stock, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that one before. So at the at the moment, I'm in the bull because it's like this it's particular strong. vehicle for Tesla is at like um, 15 bucks or a little less. Now, Brian, let me yes. jump in there. Is that an exaggerated? Isn't that a like a... Yeah, it's a, it's a one and a half times for the bull. Okay. And then it's a... It, then there's the bear version of that. And I had been in that periodically over the last week, not wanting to, uh, you know, if I would have just sat in it, I would have done a lot better. But I was really just after, okay, can I buy that bear stock today and sell it tomorrow for a 2% gain? And most of the days I was getting that. And now I feel, even though Tesla has gone down today, right? Yeah, 3% and point after hours. Right. And um, and I did buy this bull version of it. Um, I, I feel like we might be at the point where there's going to be a little recovery, a little bounce. So, OK, let me let, you, right. I let me jump in. Brian, let me jump in there. I don't think there's going to be because as we had talked about before, and I know I've blathered about this is in times of a big worldwide event like the recession etc whatever covid america always comes back stronger and right now we have the best growth lowest unemployment etc of all the western nations comparable basically right yeah. so with that in mind things are going wages are up which is a good thing maybe not with the stock market but overall it's good and i think what that's going to make to do is uh is the fed do is you know keep raising the rates a bit which is bad for my thing tech stocks which i yeah. put a hold on buying so i think a couple months worth at least, Brian, until it's digested, and then you'll see all the good numbers of the tech stocks. Because remember, last earnings, it was a this is a year of attrition, so everyone's you know pumping up the the profits, but that's probably going to continue, right? You know, I'll agree with you on that. The the difference is, if you're looking long term, yeah, I, I get you, but I'm not since I'm trying to do these trades with okay. this uh, this Tesla bull bear. It is. I, Tesla's not going to go down 3% for the next couple of months. It would be zero. It's going to have those balances. So I'm really just looking at those okay. small balances to be a trader in that. So and, what else do you have on your list of those, you know, stocks that you okay. trade? So um, so I expanded, so I expanded outside of just Tesla because I really think you're you're right. We're going to be in for some pain for the overall market. So then I was looking up and I'm like, okay, well, what other what other vehicles are there for basically kind of shorting the market? And there is one for the S&P. Uh, there's one for probably everything. But what I decided to focus on is there's um, an S&P 500 one. And, and Brian, these are the bull and bears exaggerated, the same basic yes, theme, is that a, correct? The, the bears for uh, S&P 500, the one I'm doing is a three times, um, you know. Oh, is this? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's one for the Qs, which is also a three right. time as well. So, um you know, those are the ones I'm, I'm in the. Go uh, get them, baby. Right Three now. times, Brian. Okay. Go yeah. get them. So if I look, if I'm Robin Hood, 
Um, today was a, sh you know, look, it's a. Uh, it's been shitty, dude. Every day for Thursday. Two, you know, weeks now. Um, not a great day. The only thing in my portfolio that is up is um, uh, this will be interesting. So the SQQQ is up from where I bought it today, and it's up three percent. So if if it's up, if I you know like tomorrow, I'm gonna sell it no matter what. Okay. Okay. Because I'll be happy that. I'll take, I'll take it right. 3%, 2%, mm -hmm. whatever it is. I'll be happy with that. I'll get out of it. I'll clear, clean my palate and see if there's something else. Um, and, uh, so that's what I'm going to, with a small portion, you know, I would say this is 8% of my portfolio. Does that sound small? 8% of my portfolio is what I'm doing these shorts with. That's a lot. I, I would think, cause that, cause, cause you're in the high risk game, Brian. So yeah, but I'm closely watching this, right? So the and and other, unlike even though you're it's a three times, right? The Qs and the S and P, they don't they're not that volatile. I know what you you're need saying. That right. three times because it's not like Tesla that could drop you know seven right. percent in a day. That's not going to happen with these um, mm -hmm. particular vehicles. So you need that extra oomph if you're going to do any of uh, trading like I'm going to do. Okay. Um, and then I, I want to say. There's another Danny call that was spectacular that I'm still in. Okay. Let's make sure this gets everybody's full attention. Yes. Okay. Danny, I don't know if you all recall, brought up WeWork and said a few weeks ago, a few what, a month ago. I went on and on about this. You went on and on. And I texted you numerous is, times. It's a penny stock. That uh, you know, screaming, talking bankruptcy. They're screaming for something to happen with them, right? And yeah. you know, like getting the stock risky. Yeah, it's risky, but it's it's pennies. And so, you're, Brian, we your we downside is almost so little, right? I mean, depending on how much you're right. dumping into the stupid thing. So I bought at first. I bought a thousand uh, of uh, we were <laughs> shares. a thousand shares. Did you okay? Hold on. Did you feel like a baller ordering a thousand shares of anything? <laughs> No, because it was like 150 bucks or whatever. Okay. And so then I bought another thousand shares, right? And so I was in it. Um, I think my average cost was like 15 cents. Right. It dropped and you bought more and you lowered your average, right? I lowered my average. Well. And then did one magic day happen, Brian? One magic day happened. And I think, wasn't it their earnings? What did well, here's what happened. Is it? I don't remember. They came out and they said, "Look, we're going out of business next year, basically." And the stock dropped. Yeah. And I remember texting you saying, "And that's when I bought this it." Yeah. This would yeah. be the time to buy. But now let, let me give the flip side to my spectacularness, which I don't like to say much. Is I thought this is the time to buy. It was the morning of that, Brian. Mm -hmm. Now it's dropped enough. It's gone out of business. If it becomes a meme stock, this is it. I thought nah, I don't trade because I suck, and I just I cleared my mind of it until I got the text from him like. Fuck. There it goes up 130% at that time. Yeah. It went uh it's funny because on Robin Hood it shows it's uh it went up to 30 cents from the day before it was like 12. Yeah. And so uh, I saw the highest as one anyway, it went up a shitload, Brian. What numbers is Yeah, aside. no, I, I ended up right. selling it at 34 cents. So I don't, you know, That's like awesome. I just as it was just rocketing up, I put a I put a trailing stop of two percent on it, right? 
mm-hmm. and it sold at 34 cents. And so I, I didn't sell the whole thing though, Danny. I still have a thousand shares. So I sold. Well, who, these things go on forever. Who the fuck knows? I mean, there, there's no rhyme or reason to it. This is what makes Charlie Munger eat oh, it's so air, funny. It seize candy, dude. Yeah. So the other one we had talked about, which is not going to happen, is Party City. It's worth like two million, but it's on the OTC. You can't even buy it. Remember Party that? City. That's the problem. And, and you can't buy it if that if that was somehow available to buy by Robinhood, that'd be the one to buy. I don't quite get that. That would be too risky. Now, Party City. I don't know if any of you guys uh, are interested in this listening, but man, Party roll City those dice is so. It's the market cap on this thing like is a million. million and a half dollars. <laughs> what, now, get I this. don't get that. How get it's this. how the name alone is worth more. There must be something, Brian, where it's going to get wiped out. And then, unlike the other stocks like Hertz and all those that went bankrupt and went up, like we work. So there's got to be something in there. I didn't do the research because I'm not going to open an account to trade on the over-the-counter market. It's That's just so far out of my league. But Brian, let me segue to say something else spectacular. One of my pet stocks, DigitalOcean, is up 4% after I was basically raised today's um, losses. So that had a good quarter. It's making 44 cents a share. DigitalOcean, one of my favorite stocks. I had a good day. Hopefully that's a good sign. Well, that's good. And that's in the AI or what is that? Uh, uh, they do hosting much like the AWS. But if you have a small business, it's very simple to use. Mm-hmm. And you essentially get a ded- dedicated server. Um, it's pretty handy. It's just part of a gigantic market, which I think is growing. Mm. And I think as we know with the AI, that puts a lot of, uh, takes a lot of computers to get going, which means a lot of servers. Yeah. Which I think companies like that, which are well run, they've been around for like 10 plus years. Okay. So it's just, you know, they go up when tech does, they go down when it goes down. So that's essentially, it's, it's a proxy to tech market. So gotcha. Yeah. Right, well, cool. I do like it well run. Uh, it's only got a $3 billion cap and it's one of the ones I like long-term. Mm. So I guess I won't, I had bought some more, which I'm up a little bit on still down overall from it, but it's definitely making its way back up. So good news for me. I needed something, Brian. Well, good for you. Something, Gary. anything, Brian. It's <laughs> like one of four stocks that were up today. Oh, so, okay. So do you have any other stonks like that in mind? I don't know. No, I, at this point, I'm really just going to be focused on um, using, all using, using the, uh, the the cash out of these uh, trading ones. Okay. Uh, just doing probably ETF shorts and bulls. So although you think it'll be a tough go for a little bit, mm-hmm. especially for tech, for the for the reasons we had mentioned with the Fed, yeah. you're still going to be doing trade in the meantime. Okay. Still gonna, yeah, still going to find vehicles to do that. And I'll, I'll still do the the Tesla one, obviously, since I'm in the bull one. I mm-hmm. like that. I, you know, I kind of feel comfortable in that um, in that ETF uh, okay. back and forth. And then uh, the, the other ones, the SPY and the QQQs, um, you know, there's obviously the short ones, which I just talked about, but there's also bull ones as well. So you can utilize those. And it makes me feel a little safer. I can, I feel like I can get my uh, percentage that I'm, my goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, you know, like it's difficult for either one of those to go too far south where I'm like, oh, okay. shit, I so just you got some guardrails there. Yeah. So just keep the phone handy. Keep the phone handy, Brian, in case I send you some nuggets. Yeah. Okay. Then also, Brian, now that you are in the minutia of that, are you ready to look forward to 2024 for a second? Oh, are we going to jump in time? I'm, I'm ready. What to we're going to do, this is, this 
again, what's echoed my mind is you said Danny is spectacular. So, of course, I won't be getting off that thought for the next eight hours. But I'm going to give you a prediction for an IPO coming up. Now, as you know, the IPO market has been robust, to say the least. That Vietnamese car company is now bigger than Ford, which is ridiculous. It's SPAC. Mm -hmm. It took off. We've seen Cava take off. All the recent IPOs, it show there's a market for it, right? Because there's not yep. many out there. So in 2024, there's a company called Liquid Death, which just sells water in a can. It's got cool marketing. Uh, this company, Brian, let me just do some real brief numbers. I don't like it a whole lot of numbers. No, but... I've seen the cans. The cans are very right. like, uh, it's just edgy. You know, it, it's, they said make water cool. The guy used to be an exec at Netflix advertising. He started in, okay, 2019, it did 2.8 million. I'll just go up to 2022, 130 million. They're expected to top 200 million this year. So wow. they're growing exponentially. Why do I like them a lot? Well, one, that's plenty, is they have a partnership with Live Nation, who is also invested in them. It's like a oh. series C or D. Mm -hmm. So they're the exclusive water at Live Nation. So if you're going to a concert, you have these big tall boy cans, much cooler as opposed to the soccer mom, you know, water water bottles, right? Yeah. So they've kind of did the yang to everyone else's yang. Very well implemented. Uh, implemented. Fuck, can I even say that word? Um, very well thought out. And there so they're go. going IPO in next year. They're right now they're valued at 700 million. I'm going to do a prediction between three and seven billion. It's really three and seven billion in 2027 billion mark of just water in a can, dude. Mark my words. I want to be the first on record to have this. Liquid Death IPO will be at a multiple of what it is now, and it's going to hit big. I think the problem is going to have a huge pop or they'll milk it. These guys just know what they're doing. They had a great idea and they implemented it well and their growth unstoppable. There is no second place. Like Monster Energy Drink has Monster Tour Water, which does nothing. They have just taken over first mover and dominated. And I think by next year, they're going to really wisely do different marketing for this. You're really going to hear about them. And that thing is going to fucking hit big. Mark my words. Okay. So prediction right. in there, Brian. All right. Well, that's a good I did, one. I'm with you. I don't buy water. I do tap water. Mm -hmm. I don't get it, but I'm old. I don't get a lot of stuff, Brian. So. Okay. That is my prediction. No. What do you think of that prediction, Chief? Yanni, you're on fire lately. I'm not gonna. Yes. I'm not going to disagree with your liquid death IPO mm -hmm. um, excitement. Outstanding. Um, I, I I wouldn't purchase this water myself as I'm looking at it. It's, yeah. it's very cool looking can. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, if I was but a concert, a, I don't a tap, drink, so yeah, a tap right. water guy. But if me and you went to the Taylor Swift concert and all they had was water, we'd, we'd probably buy one. We'd be out like you know. Yeah, if I was forced to, if I was thirsty, yeah, I would drink some liquid right. death. Right. Very clever. He came out and said, what is the dumbest name possible for a healthy drink? And that's how they arrived on it. Fascinating. Is that right? That is correct, Seymour. Yes. Oh, that's so, so funny. Well, I love anyway. it. That's a great prediction. Do you have a hyper hate while we're... Uh, I do. And I just, um, yes, I do. Now, this is a recent IPO. We have never really talked about... We had mentioned this, Brian. Okay. But we haven't talked about it a lot. And this is... Uh, let me get up there... There it is, that little rascal. This is a company called Warby Parker. They sell eyeglasses. Oh, yeah. You know, I have yeah. them. I wear them. It's, it's a good one, right? Yeah. They went IPO last year, and it's basically tank sense like everything else. They kind of came out in the bubble. Mm -hmm. um, now, these guys are supposedly a direct-to-consumer. What it is, they sell eyeglasses. They will send you five different ones. You try them on. You send them back. Tell them the ones you want. They send it once you send a prescription, right? But I like these guys because, as you know, I'm not totally sold on the DTC direct-to-consumer. I do think it's a little bit overplayed, Brian. Okay. And these guys have about 220, 230 stores. 
So years ago, way before their IPO, they hit the 50% mark of making more money in stores and online. So they have realized quickly that may work in the buzzy circles. When it's all said and done, uh, offline is 82% and online is 18%. I have bought from them. I took my prescription in from Walmart for 50 bucks. I went to the thing in the mall. I picked them out. They sent them to me as great service. I'm going to get one again. They sell them for $99 and up, blah, blah, blah. Well run. They've got the unholy shit kicked out of them. Okay, because of the market. Let's just a quick example for their income in 2019. Again, this is about a 10 year old company. They made 370 million. And then in 2022, they did almost 600 million. So you have nice, steady, double digit growth plus. Okay. So my thing is, they just done getting the shit kicked out of them for a long term hold for a growing brand, Hyper Hate, Warby Parker. Well, it's uh, it sounds like it's not tech, but it's retail, and I don't really dig retail, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna yeah. I'm not gonna be excited about it, Danny. Sorry. And you're not you're I'm, more not you're gonna hate it be just because of its sector, correct? Yeah, because of the sector. Not it, you fuzzy know, and tech enough. Right. Well, it even if it you know it doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be tech, but this is a retail company. This mm -hmm. is you know t you know this is a Target or a Walmart, and you know when you see Target come out with horrible numbers. Yeah. Walmart come out with better than expected numbers. Walmart does a fantastic job with their um, optomic. Um, yeah. So I, I had my prescription there for 15 years. So that's probably a, a big competitor for Warby. Um, but the hipsters, they're going for the hipsters. If you're hip, you're not going to get them at Walmart. And I, Brian, no, no, you're not going to go. I, I get that. Yeah. It's an alternative right. to that. And they're in the my, nice malls. I've seen their stores. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I like eyeglasses. I like them. They're they're small. They have great markup. Uh, they doesn't cost yeah. much to ship. Um, you can lose them and break them and need to buy another one. I mean, those are all the things that uh, for a retail product, I think that's great. I just don't like retail stocks. And for yeah. that reason, I'm going to hate it. Damn, I was on the fence, Brian. That was for that one. I'm going to hate it too. You scared me out of it. Now, what if you, while getting your glasses, they gave you a, a can of liquid death? Would that change your mind? <laughs> if it gave me a share of liquid debt, how yeah. about that? Well, Warby, you know, Warby Parker is only 1.5 billion. It's pretty small. Yeah. The other ones is Allbirds, which has, I think it's like at 300 million. It's almost a micro stock, the, mm. the trendy shoe one, which have turned out to be just terrible. So yeah, I'm going to hate it too, Brian. I was yeah. hoping you'd prime me up on that one. But it's a tough, it's, you know, like I'm good sure company, it's a good business, but, but as a stock and to be excited about it for right. the long term, I don't know. It just sounds and that's, awkward. and that's mainly because of the segments and neither one of us like yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that one. So yeah. good luck for them. Good product. We'll be Parker. So okay. I am, um, Danny and I run this uh, website called what did Kathy buy? It's a Kathy Woodstock uh, website. It just follows what she buys and sells every day. And so we, we just put, on this what did kathy buy site the the uh the excel spreadsheet of what um was traded during that day because she's transparent in her trading we do like so, that um sometimes some of those stocks that she's moving in and out of pique my interest and this one i'm I, i've seen it many many times but i never really gave it a good look and i want you to take check it out danny um will you give me a hype or hate on a company called Archer Aviation. I have and been noticing that, Brian. ACHR is the ticker symbol, right? Yes. Let, let me just, real quick before we get to this, one of these reasons I like this site is it has a lot of companies I've not heard of you can look into yeah. and cross-reference them. You'll have like the Shopify's and stuff. Mm -hmm. I had saw this one. Now, this is 
Now she buys really early shit. Why do I don't know why she just doesn't be a venture capitalist at her point. I'll give her credit, I guess, for not doing that. Wow. What is okay, art Archer, Archer Aviation does. Aviation, they make electric. Um, airplanes that are electric, right? So they would be the the Tesla, basically, of aviation. So no one else is really doing this, you know. No one of uh, of, of note, right? Uh, okay, hold on. Let me jump in there. Are they not doing it for a reason, or is this an emerging market, or what is? I mean, why wouldn't if uh, the big boys go in? Why would Same I think what they're what what they're trying to do is basically it's basically another flying car type of company because oh, vertical oh, takeoff man. and landings. Again. Hold on, okay, hold hold on. Is this like a plane that's electric as opposed to gas, or is this a thing of yes, both? So this is oh, they're boy. they're small, light, right? Have they are they manufacturing? Are they in business yet, or is it theory, or what is it? They are. They're manufacturing. Um, they have uh, FAA clearance to fly um they've been making these puppies and uh selling them and um would you get in one tomorrow if you had it would you get in a vertically electric plane brian don't lie yeah, to me you know what i i think you i would not you're gonna go to a company at, at one of the smaller regional airports and say hey there's a new company making vertically takeoff electric planes and you're getting one of them i'll I hold your liquid death and watch how's that <laughs> come on dude Danny, mm. I, I don't know why you're fighting me on this. This is I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. You're getting into. You're getting into a Southwest airline plane. Yes, because they don't crash. Yes, every that and Delta and United and Ryanair and all the shitty service. I and the, and the pilot's her. walking in, and he's just you know, not crashing it up. And uh, not he's crashing. smoking a cigarette. Not There's crashing. a guy out there filling it up with uh, subpar gasoline. And landing safely. And each the and lowest every time. bidder is doing all the maintenance on two these, crashes on in in literally this century. Yes, I'm taking because the odds are astronomical. I, I Danny, you're going to be sitting next to some guy who's either snoring or farting, Ooh. smelling up the seats, Danny. And here uh -huh. you can get into a little plane, mm. take that same flight. Probably not. You're not. You're not clogging up the. Okay, hold on, Brian. Brian. Gas and okay, right. We get it. Sucks to fly the part. No contrails. Are you a contrail? You know, guy, Danny. Is that what you're saying? You're pro contrail. Yes. Yes, because I like landing alive. Okay, Brian. Hold on. I'm on the website introducing midnight electrical vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. Now it. Okay, dude. I wish him the best. It looks like a hybrid helicopter plane. Newer to okay, this is for short hops, correct? Yeah, I just so we're clear, I love this stuff and I wish him the best, and I think something will good out of it. But with stocks, Brian, man, dude, that is a uh, what is a stock ticker on this little bastard? You know, yes, I do. It is AC. Oh, here it is, Archer. Here's why I'm interested in it because. It came out. Now, this is obviously high, Brian. This just to be clear, this is of your high risk. You're talking. Obviously, you're not going to bet the farm on this one, correct? Yeah. So this would be probably a trade as well. So this is. Uh, it's kind of gone through its its mm -hmm. uh, route from being a. Well, it's definitely bottomed out. Right. I'm looking right. now. Bottomed out in April at 194. Fuck. Now it's six. So it's tripled from its bottom, which would make sense because the whole market's down. Right. And Kathy Wood. So it it's been edging mm -hmm. up over the past couple of weeks. Well, she's sure not has. selling this thing after, you know, uh, after its recovery. She's buying. And like yesterday, she bought like mm -hmm. 3 million shares of it. Grant, it's a $6 shot. I understand that it's not like for portfolios of her size. It's probably mm -hmm. not that big of a dollar 
um, that she's spending compared to what it's worth, right? But, okay. But she's buying that much shares when it's already at six. Mm -hmm. So um, I think there's just good news coming out for this, and I'm interested. I'm tempted. It's, uh, I, it's I'm gonna, a okay. $1.5 billion market cap, yeah, so it's not like a tiny high. company either. Okay. Um, have you seen their income? The income is not necessarily something you okay. should be looking at uh, okay, because this is in the beginning of them showing right. product. Right. The yeah, revenue... Hold on a second, Danny. You're going to talk about income and you are yes, sorry you about, talk that, about Lucid. Lucid is a company that you keep t telling me. You know, I haven't told you in a while. I got lucky. I sold at the top, thankfully. Hmm. So, okay, Brian, hold on just a second, Chief. Oh, I'm looking at their income. It's minus 24 million, minus 347 million. Now, less last year, 317. They have no income, Chief. Balance sheet is actually good. They have a lot of assets. Mm -hmm. um, so clearly, this is pre-revenue, understandable. Okay, it is what it is. It's a high-risk stock with a high reward. I'm going to say, you know, Brian, for high-risk, high reward, I'm going to say yes, because anything can close down on cell service technology. If I was a rich guy in the millions, I'd buy 10,000 of this. Why not? I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yes. Okay. Wow. And I do like them. I like that electric motorcycle stock we covered a couple of years ago. Too. Oh, I, I love that. Motorcycle. Yeah. Where is so that company these days? If I was the eccentric rich guy with mm -hmm. money to burn, I'm going to hype it. Uh, with Danny money, I'm going to hate it. So that's going to be a... But overall, I have to you can't pick do one, that. So. You have to just pick one or the other. I it. Don't allow I'm those types one, of... Uh, Are you hyping or hating? Are you thinking about buying that? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Um, I'll watch it. It for you know, like today was a horrible day, right? Mm -hmm. The stock was up almost a point. Mm. Wow, dude, that is a whoo, interesting. I wish him the best. So this is essentially an air air tax is what it is, Brian. It's short term for executives or you know athletes or whatever, right? Or yeah, you want to you want to do a quick jaunt, skipping traffic from Los Angeles to Orange County. This is what you do. Wow, dude. I, I don't know if I'd get in that yet. It's a neat looking thing. Wow. I don't know, dude. I, I like landing safely. As much as I despise airline travel like everybody, what I really like is their track record is just phenomenal. Well, think America. about this. Because it, because it lands vertically, you can land it anywhere. If you're having trouble, Danny. Okay, but Brian, Brian. If you're having trouble, you're not able to land it because the engine stopped working. It's called a rock, a big <laughs> boulder, Brian. That, you know, on a small Cessna, you can, in theory, glide to safety. I'm sure you can glide in this. It doesn't, it's got to be lighter than a Cessna, right? Because this does not have an engine. It's just batteries. Well, it's got an engine, Brian. The battery will charge it. Look, look at the size of the wingspan on this thing. This thing would glide, I bet you. I'm... Keyword, see, if I bet I'm going to buy this stock, yeah, but not fly the plane bet. <laughs> I can afford losing That's a few so Elon Musk of you. Wow, dude. I don't know. I wish him the best, but damn it, dude. There's no way that's not going to glide, Brian. That's okay. This is right. high risk only. And if you're rich with a few money, yeah. Okay. All right. So what else you got? You got any predictions for uh, the next week, we'll, we'll skip a tomorrow prediction. Tomorrow Actually, Friday. Brian, but yeah, before we wrap it up, is it safe to buy more Duolingo long-term? Because these guys are education. If if you look at Brian, they grew 40% last year. Their subscription to 60%. They're in massive growth mode. 
and I know we've talked about them. That's when I bought a lot. I have a, I like them long-term. I like how they're run. They're by far the best language app. They're going to learning. I'm talking, is it good time to buy or should I wait a couple of weeks? Cause I am going to buy. Are you? I've been buying, I think I've been buying little by little. I bought more right before the boost mm -hmm. but because of the drop right now. I am thinking about buying more as in well, like tomorrow. I think you could be safe buying here for the long term. Absolutely. I think if you have a earmark set of money, um, I think we're going to, you know, see some pain until uh, the third quarter. So you have a month and a half to go um, buy a little Who bit knows, this week, right? buy a little bit next week, but, yeah. you know, like kind of average yourself in or just if you just want to get get in and not worry about it, just buy it and uh, and sock it away because that Duolingo mm -hmm. at 126 is is uh pretty He's far good. off of its uh one month it's down 18 percent. so a lot of things has already happened mm -hmm. okay cool all right brian well yeah. good job doing what kathy buy site sounds mm -hmm. good everybody good luck with the stonks for a week yeah and um have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you